Welcome to the Art Burrito Podcast with Jason Wilkins. Life, art, marketing, and all the deliciousness in between. Here we go. Welcome to the Art Burrito Podcast. This is Jason Wilkins in studio downtown Peterborough. Um, really, really excited uh, right now to have uh, Mike Watt on the show. Um, and uh, when I started, the reason I started the podcast, um, Mike and I were just talking about it, was to really kind of get to know the people we see every day. Um, like we pass each other all the time. We're saying hello. Um, but there's no real time to really say, like to really get to know anybody. So this is an opportunity to kind of get people up here in, in the studio and, and chat a little bit. Um, so welcome, Mike. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, I got to say. Um, so my sponsor is now Public and House Brewery. Uh, they came on as a sponsor. So we're right now we're drinking High Noon. And uh, their stuff is awesome. So thanks to Publican. <laughs> um, so what's going on, man? <laughs> oh man that's a loaded question <laughs> i know like i mean you're always i mean you're doing so much like so what just let, let's just start kind of with your your backstory so as far back as you want to go mm-hmm. um you know where you started or you, like you grew up here kind of thing so just just chat just sure. let's go back a little bit i um i actually grew up in sarnia um mm. and came to trent university and when i finished school i stayed in peterborough because i kind of felt like i'd found my spot here you know um i don't know i i think uh i do a lot of talks with people and i do a lot of like um speaking and that kind of stuff so my i think my story's out there quite a bit and it it used to be a great story. <laughs> like it was a good story when I was super young. Right, right, right. You know, like I was a young dude and I was like, I opened my first shop when I was 23. And then when I was 25, I opened another shop. And then we've just kind of grown. We've got a third store. We keep changing our formulas. We keep moving and um, moving locations. And I, I, I get bored really easy. So, um yeah, I think it's funny because it's like as I get older, now that I'm like 45, people are like, well, yeah, like, of course you're doing that. You should be doing that. Or you're a lazy, like, you know, you're lazy. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Just do your thing or don't do your thing. Yeah, and that's right. When I was younger, I think it was like, oh, he's a young guy doing all this stuff. It's and amazing. It was, it's amazing. Yeah. And now I'm just like an old person working like everyone yes. else, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, so... Yeah, I, I, after Trend, I stayed. I worked at nightclubs for a bit. I DJed for a while, and then I transitioned into opening shops. And awesome, and we've got three currently. Yep. Um, so that's Flavor SOS and and Providence. Yeah. Um, same here. I get bored really easy, um, so I'm always kind of jumping around. Yeah. And at, when when you're an artist, uh, we were actually told this in art school: have one style. Don't deviate from the style or you won't get work. What? And we were actually told that. That's um, so crazy to me. Isn't that insane? And I was never of that mind. Like I was like, I I, I don't think I can do that. So what's going to happen? So yeah, then you spend the next, you know, life takes you on weird, weird paths and right. whatever. But um, yeah, I've never, I get bored easy too. And 
I, I don't try, grow. Yeah, don't grow. Don't don't, don't try new don't, things. Don't try like <laughs> what? It's just an obscene message. <laughs> an to, educator said this. this yeah, is so crazy. Yeah, and it was coming from like industry professionals, mm. right? Wow. So anyway, I think I think the world's changing anyway. Where there's so much opportunity everywhere because of the internet, because of you know whatever. Um, so I don't think that applies anyway. This is you know early two thousands too. So whatever, but. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, Providence, because because everyone knew of uh, Northern Originals and and SOS, but Providence, like when that opened, I was so excited because <laughs> I just thought it was such a neat concept. Like because you offer a lot in the store, um, was was that um, something you had in mind for a while, or did yeah, like I've I've had it kind of back of my head for the better part of a decade, um, mm. waiting for the right space. Yeah. Because it, it, to, to be able to house all the different things that we do in there, like we have barber and grooming services, we have a bar, we have a cafe, we have seating for people. Um, you know, we've got the apparel, we have footwear, we have, you know, we wanted to do events and, and networking events and things like that, that it just like the space had to be right. Because the, the last thing I want to do is like, jam a room full of all this stuff that's too small for it yeah the other thing was the opportunity had to be there so i had to like be in a place where i knew exactly what the brand was going to look like Mm -hmm. to be able to deliver it to the consumer to in a in a space that they would go every part of this makes sense to me Mm -hmm. you know Where, where did the name like did you just kind of have that no that was actually the hardest thing yeah so I kind of went like under the veil of winter and we locked that place up and covered it up. And in three months we completely renovated the space. Yeah. And then when we opened, people were kind of like, wait, what, where, where did this come from? And why is it here all of a sudden? And yeah. when did this happen? You know, like yeah. I really like keeping things very quiet when we're, when we're in the process of executing something. Well, that was the exciting part for me because I was, everyone was following it. Like yeah. It, po- it popped up. I think I, it popped up on Instagram and it automatically got like a bunch of follows because people were so interested. They wanted to see what was going on. Um, yeah. yeah. And that was, I mean, we did a lot of like, I love the, I love the idea of like showing people little pieces and just being like, just stick with me here. Let me tell you the story, you know? And I, I like, I like teasing into it. Yeah. Um, and we did that. We, you know, we executed that pretty well in my opinion, I thought, but, um, Oh, hundred percent. Um, the hardest part was the name. Yeah. yeah. We got down to, so I, I have like a, a handful of creatives that are in my, in my world. That was going to be kind of my next question. Yeah. Like, where do you like, yeah, where does this all come from? I've got a group of guys that are all really, really good friends of mine. Yeah. And we've known each other for a long time. Um, some are graphic designers, some are marketing, some are all these things, but they're in my little, my tight crew. Yeah. And we went through, so I had a graphic designer, I had a brand builder and I had a copywriter and they were all part of my, my boys. And we sat down and we're like, okay, here are the name. This is what we're doing. Everybody got the, you know, everybody knew exactly what we were doing. We just got to a point where we're like, well, we have to name it something. Yeah. And there was talk like, do we just carry the plush name over and men's carries plush SOS goes to women's. The, the The hard part was we were switching two formulas at the exact same time, neither of which were broken. So SOS was working. Yeah. Plush was working. 
and we decided to completely change them and then bury a brand that I built for 17 years <laughs> in plush yeah. and just go, yeah, throw it in the garbage. Yeah. And so the, like the fear factor of that and the risk was a little bit higher than I was used to. Right. Um, I'm a pretty calculated risk taker. I spend a lot of time thinking about it and I, my process is basically working backwards from worst case scenarios. So I find our biggest vulnerabilities in our worst case scenario. I work back to a spot where I think I can execute and, and make something a positive experience and make it good for us, the staff and the customer. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, um, we got down to it where, because we have a liquor license to have it in time to open, we had to register it under a name and <laughs> we had got it down to a point where I was like, I have, I, we, we like have we're to down pick. to five. <laughs> so finally in the end, I couldn't decide on it. My head was spinning. I threw it to all my guys, everybody. I said, rank them one to five. And I threw it to my GM, Jess. I threw it to team members on our staff. I said, rank them one to five, one to five. And in the end, I will pick the winner and that will be the name of it. And then one of my friends that was in our crew said, here's my list, but I have one more suggestion. And he, he told me Providence. And he said, "Really? this is what it means. He says, in, in the religious sense, it's the eye of God. But if you take it as the noun, it is just about guidance. And he's like, everything you're doing, you're curating what you're selling up behind the bar. You've curated all of a, a that's a tough word to curate is like such a, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. love using it, but I don't know what other word to, to you've, you've sure. created this, this, you know, um, shop full of clothing and footwear. And we are trying to show guys stuff that they normally wouldn't have access to in a small town. And, and probably even in a big town, probably would have to go to five or six different stores to get a collection like this. But we want guys to be able to come in and go, I could buy something from every collection in here. I would drink all these beers and, and all this. I'd get my haircut here. I would do, I'd want to watch a leaf game here. Like we want everything to be the, the, the number one experience a guy could think of in his head. Yeah. And I was like, so we're guiding them through that journey. And as soon as he said, I'm like, that's it. Isn't that? And we good. knew it, but it was down to the eleventh hour. Like I'm literally <laughs> typing the name into the license, going, yeah. and we're getting all of our like permits in line and doing all of our stuff. And I'm like, this is it. This is the moment. And then as soon as we picked the name, the brand came together like instantly. Isn't like, that amazing? We how got that our happens. we got all our icons. We got all our our how it looked, our font, our colors. Everything came together the second we got the name. Wow. That is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It is my by far my favorite place downtown to go. Like, I mean, I'm just I'm literally next door. You know that. Um, and yeah, like you just walk in there, you feel good. You know, you can just hang out. So, like anyone listening outside of Peterborough, like if you're coming into town, that's where you, you have definitely have to hit Providence. Um, I really wanted to know about Northern Originals because how long has it been around? Five years. Only five. It feels like forever. I know. It's yeah. a, it does feel like that. Yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, was that your first? Was that your first kind of stab at at a clothing line? Sort of. No. No. Okay. What no, I've I've failed miserably lots of times. <laughs> and, and that's yeah, that's how it should go. I think. Yeah. It uh, it was a formula that needed fine tuning, but never had time to get fine tuned. Yeah. So we, we had tried lots of different things before 
and um, none of them worked. They and, didn't catch on. They never yeah. caught. And even ones that we were like, this will be the one. This will be great. And, you know, for our our tenure at Flavor, I did an artist series mm-hmm. with Lyle Brownlee. Mm-hmm. Um, Lyle's a great guy. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. And an incredible artist. Yeah. Um, with Russ. Mm-hmm. Um, Davidson with um, Brian Reed, mm-hmm. a bunch of guys. We had like we had four artists, all come up with a flavor shirt, and they had free reign. Like just do your thing, do whatever. It'll be great. Yeah, and they did them, and they were awesome. Totally cool, out of the box, nothing we would have ever produced, and those sold really, really well. And we kicked money back to the artists, and we said like, here's a cut on all the shirts, and thanks for doing it. Yeah. And that's the kind of like, but to continue to do that every time and expect that, that giving like managing a project like that is very hard to manage because timelines and there's, you got to get everybody's together and then you've got to get, you know, the printing has to get done properly. And some of them like Russ's, we had to send out to a different kind of printing because of the way his art looked. Gotcha. We couldn't print it the way that we normally print things. So things like that were really different, but it, it, you know, yeah. Those those ones worked really well. Yeah. Almost everything else has been yeah <laughs> has been awful. Yeah, because it's it's crazy because you can see these like you go anywhere you see people wearing them, like that must make you feel like like super fucking awesome to see like I mean people are posting all the time they're wearing them on trips and they put their animals in them and they're yeah. like you know they're all over the place. Um, it's I think it's it's really super difficult to create a brand like that and have it like there's no age gap there. It's like from like Callie, my three-year-old has a shirt and we all have shirts and it goes right up to whatever. Um, So do you see, and and again, you've continued that over to Providence because I have a bunch of stuff from, from Providence too, where you created stuff there. Yeah. Um, Do you see kind of another big launch of something different? Like, like, northern originals or are you are you just going to kind of keep building on that i think uh, first of all i mean the the only reason that it does work is because the support it's gotten right like we the timing was right we hit it at a time where people wanted to show local pride Mm -hmm. um and 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 the fact that we were saying, no, 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 like, look at all the great things about Peterborough. Yeah. I think was a refreshing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Peterborough typically has a little bit of a complex of we're not a big town. We're not a small town. We're kind of in the middle. We don't have everything, but we have some stuff. There's always a but with everybody. Like, it's so great, but we have this. <laughs> or we have like, like, it's so like the downtown's so amazing, that but is... we have this. You know, like it's, there's always a but. There is actually that is so hundred percent true. And any every time I talk to anybody outside of Peterborough, even inside of Peterborough, oh I, man, I, I love it here so much. But there's this or but there's that totally. And um, and I can see that especially with downtown. And I think it's like that for any city. Yeah. I mean, you've got it. You've got uh, amazing stuff going on. But there's always going to be the the stuff that you're not crazy about. Yeah. Um. So going forward, like. Do you have anything on the download that you're working on? Yeah, I mean, we we are always about six months ahead. Mm-hmm. So, like, we are 
our Christmas campaign right now that we're building right now. Yeah. So we want to have that wrapped up unit secured, like, because we build all our own stuff too. So we have a, a yeah. factory that we use that we build everything in Canada. So we have to give them time to actually make our product. Yeah. Then we have to get it here. Then we have to get it to the printer to have them print it. Then we've got to get it to our staff to inventory it, get it into the system, get it tagged, get it ready to go out. Then it can go out. Yeah, exactly. It's a long process and we want to be, you know, sure in what we're doing Yeah, that far in advance. So like we do Canada Day things. We do all those things. Those are all done like January. Yeah, yeah right. You know, so yeah, yeah. we are really far ahead in our in our world, like yeah. we're, we're probably on a cycle of what fashion, you know, most fashion brands would be on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're always, so yeah, like you're we're, always, we're working. always working on things and, yeah. and there is, we do a lot of charitable stuff with it too. So we build a lot of product. Like we do stuff with United way all the time. We do stuff with, um, the Pete's we're doing stuff with Peterborough strong. We're doing stuff. We do a lot of stuff that we don't, charge a lot of money for because we just and some like a lot we don't charge any for we just do the design work and we we want to contribute to the community and try and help as much as we can so yeah i know community is a massive part of what you guys do i mean yeah um and like that's it's clear across the board i think so that's pretty awesome um have you ever felt at any point like along this journey which is you know how long you've been doing it now what did you say was like 20 years 20 years yeah 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 flavors 20 this year yeah have you ever felt along the way like okay um i'm just gonna this is not i don't know this is not what i'm digging anymore i'm gonna do something totally different i'm gonna just pick up and like you know you have a second love of something that you want to try or or have you always once you set the path you're kind of just no i'm i'm no i think i don't think my path is ever set i just do if I if I want to do something else, I just do it. Yeah. I don't I don't end the other path. Yeah. I just add a new a new route. Same like I just same yeah. the path keeps going. I just it turns a different direction. I go down it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I I don't yeah, I I don't really like yeah think that I need to change what you're already doing. What I'm already doing and what I'm in. I love what we do. Yes. And I love the the um I love that it's 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 got so much variety to it. Yeah. We are active retailers. We do a lot of activations. We do a lot of events. We don't just show up and turn the key. It's never been my model. It's never been the formula. My formula has always been engaged people to want to be a part of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And if there's something else that I want to go do, just go well, do I it. Just go do it. And, and I, I've got a team built that I can that supports the other side of it. And I check in with the team and make sure that we're going in the right direction. And then we have obviously have software programs and all the stuff that we can check everything. So that part of it's fine. It's, it's just, um, I will always, if I see a direction and I want to try something, I'll, I'll go try it. Yeah. 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 Same here. Like I'm always uh, like, I might slow down in one area if I've, if I've created something new that I'm doing just to pick up something else, but I never actually drop anything. Yeah. And I, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think there's any reason to, if you're already loving what you're doing anyway. So yeah, yeah, for sure. As serial entrepreneurs, I mean that's what that's what we do, right? Like yes. we we there is always a new there is always a new opportunity yeah. every five minutes. Yeah, and so we were, even if you miss one, you're kind of like, ah, I really thought yes. that one was going to be great. Yeah, and you missed it. 
Yeah. Eh, wait five minutes. Yeah. You're, you're, it changes as much as the weather here. Yeah. You know, exactly. like, yeah. And it's like we were talking about before we, we came on was, I mean, if, if you're an entrepreneur and, and you're always, it's never enough. It's never, for me, it's just, you just keep going and going and going. There's no measure of success. No, there isn't, a, there isn't an end spot for an yeah. entrepreneur. An entrepreneur wants to keep going and trying new things and doing more and trying to like, it's the competition part of it. I don't think it's, I mean, some guys for sure, it is directly linked to the economics of the, of the business. Yeah. But I think for a lot of us, it's about the competition. It's yeah. about like, we just yeah. want to do cool stuff. Yeah. And, and if it makes us tired, we're up all night, we're thinking about yeah. it. You get up in the morning, you're like, oh God, I was up four hours last night thinking about this project. Yeah. You kind of like snicker into your coffee too and go like, I was up four hours talking about this concept. Yes, like yes. you're tired and yes. you're beat up, but you're like, yes. yeah. but it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I get the same feeling when I'm, when I have like, if I'm coming off two days of like either working in Toronto or doing stuff or whatever, and then you're so tired and you get home, but you ha you know that the last two days you killed it yeah. and you just want to do it again yep. and it's addictive and it just, yeah, and and being an artist, you absolutely don't do it for the money, because <laughs> like, because it's just in it's in your DNA, and I, it's always been in mind just to just to do it. So money's a, a really nice byproduct, of yeah. course, for that if you can if you can make it. Um, and yeah, I want to touch on whenever I go into one of your stores, like there is that definite feel of like family, right? So you you have. So that, that culture must come from you. Like you must, you, you bring in the right people. And I mean, I know Jess has been with you for a while. Yeah. She's, uh, she's been with us like 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she sets a lot of it. Yeah. But for real, she's, yeah. she's the, she is the major backbone of the, of yeah. the whole organization. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And like you said before, you're not, you're not passive. You're always in, like I see you in one of the shops all the time. Yeah. So you're you're in there, and I'm, you're, you, I'm there six days a week. But it, yeah. it, you know, I, I, eventually, I'd like that to change. Sure. Sure. <laughs> eventually, I'd like to be five, maybe. But I mean, yeah. it's right now. It, it's we have a new concept. It's only a year old. Yeah. It's a bit. It's like I'm watching a toddler right now. Yeah. I've got to be there to in case it falls, and I got to pick it back up and try and figure out how yeah. I can make it safer for them. Right. Yeah, and and exactly. that's. Uh, that that part of it is all down to hiring. Like we can know right away. We try and hire good people. We assume that we can teach people how to train or how to how to sell or how to do the job that we want them to do within our company. We we think we can train them to do it. Mm -hmm. um, the challenge we run into is that as we begin progressively getting busier, busier, more projects, more more things on the go, um, the training time has shrunk. Right. So now we're actually hiring good people and expecting them to pick it up really quick. Yes. <laughs> Which yeah. doesn't always work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd love to have a more formal training thing in because it 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 yeah. it would get people to the spot we need them to be quicker. Right. Um, yeah. We ask a lot of them. We ask them to know a lot of information and be able to answer a lot of questions now that the web can, you can get any information. Everybody's an expert on everything. Yeah. Worldwide. Yeah. So you can have customers come in and know more about your product than you do. Yes. That's a bad look. <laughs> That's a bad look. Yeah. You have to make sure that your staff knows as much as them at least. But hey, man, if you don't know, you don't know. And just take the information and, and you know, yeah, use it. 
like yeah. it's it's out there so yeah we uh we hire good people first and i think that's to a man everybody that's in our organization is is a good person yeah and that's awesome and some of them are not very good salesmen yeah but they're such nice people that we're like we'll find something for you to do yeah in our yeah. company you'll do something that's great i think that's paramount in any business like if you don't if you could be performing and producing insane results but if you're a shitty human being and i mean it just doesn't make any sense nope. so yeah. you can't change an asshole no you just gotta learn to deal with them yeah exactly yeah um talking about um providence being kind of in its infancy like um what's it like because you have twins right i do yeah yep. so what's it like handling um well your three your three businesses but also overseeing what's going on in the new one and then and then being a dad and because i'm you know i deal with that of course as well and yeah it's challenging at times but what and you have an amazing wife at, at you know who's your also your business partner right mm-hmm. um what's it look like at home like is it chaos chaos yeah, yeah it's chaos we have a th- i have a, a son as well so i've got we have three at home um, okay yeah we have three at home and then we have the three shops so yeah it's chaos at home and and um i couldn't i couldn't do what i'm doing without shelby because yeah. she's she's at home doing the most important job in my eyes yeah i'm just slugging it out i'm working and trying to figure out a way to keep all my staff employed, trying to figure out a way to keep doors open in a downtown, trying to figure out a way that I can help our community and our city and help my family as well. So uh, when I get home, I'm often quite tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I use my brain a lot all day mm-hmm. and I get home and um, it's the greatest moment of my day. Mm-hmm. Like coming home and the kids come in and seeing me and that's my, that's, it's the reward of why I'm doing everything I'm doing. Yes. And, but I couldn't do it without my wife making the sacrifice to say like, I got this, go take care of this. Yeah. And she's also, you know, my sounding board for a lot of problems or issues that we're having at the store or a lot of ideas that I have that I wake up in the middle of the night and I write down and I go in the morning, I go, what's this say? Yeah. What was I saying? What was I talking about? What, was I talking? Like, was this, what is this? Yeah. And she'll go, I can't even read what, you know, like, I can't, I don't know, but it, you know, or I can say something and be like, here's an idea I hear, I have, here are the exposure points that I can see right now. Is there anything I'm missing? And she'll be, she's got a very different perspective Yeah. on how she approaches, um, um, problems, uh, victories, you know, she has a, her perspective on it all is different from mine, which is perfect because generally when the two of us come together, we can, we can, we can see everything. Yeah. Yeah. I sh- We'd like to say we can see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you never see everything. No, Don't no. like who's getting who. Here, yeah. Right? But as a team, we work, yeah. we work really well, but at home it's chaos. The kids are at an age where they're insane <laughs> and it's nonstop. I've seen um, some of her content and it's really funny. Like yeah. the stuff that she's uh she's just being i I think the refreshing piece about shelby is she's being very real yeah and i think a lot of things on instagram a lot of things on social media are geared towards being my perfect life like i only take photos when everything's perfect look at this perfect meal on this 
look at this perfect lake and I'm going to pretend this lake is mine. Yeah. I'm going to the cottage this weekend. It's your parents' cottage, you idiot. Yeah. Like, don't, don't uh, front like it's your cottage. Like you earned this cottage. And that I just, that whole thing of like my perfect life, I think is what has allowed Shelby to have this awesome voice that comes out and says, listen, life is hard. Being a mom is hard. Being a businesswoman is hard. Being a wife is hard. Being a sister, uh, you know, all these things add pressure. So you can't have perfect moments every time. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And I hope dads are listening too, going like, it's okay. We can't be perfect. No. And if we try as hard as we can to love our family as much as we can and raise our kids the way we want to and be respectful to our staff and to our customers yeah. and build these great relationships with everybody. At the end of the day, you just want, at the end of the day, all you need is love, baby. Yeah, it's, it's true. All, and it's, we don't need all the perfect photos. No, you're right. The, There's so much posturing going on and it's, yeah, it's, it's super annoying for sure. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so that's really refreshing to see that like going on. Yeah. And, um, uh, I think people respect her voice right now. Yeah, I think it offends a lot of people. She does uh, swear like a sailor, and um, and some of her content, I would imagine, offends a lot of people, and that's okay because you're choosing to follow her. Yeah, and if you don't want to see that content, unfollow her. Yes, you know, like it's a very easy system. That's to work your way through the waters. But if you're offended and there is like, everybody's offended by everything right now. It's a really, we're very hypersensitive about every topic right now, but you have the choice. If you do not like the content, it's at a click of a a click of a button. Turn it off. man. (laughs) It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's super easy just to disconnect if you want, if you don't want to see it. Yeah. And there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there. Oh boy. (laughs) There's a lot of opinions. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I just wanted to touch on as well um, uh, downtime. So you mentioned like when you get when you get home because I I always feel like I'm in this gear of I'm present but like not present. Yeah. So like I yeah I have a real problem with the phone. And being on it, because I'm always, I'm always digging. I'm always trying to find new things. Um, I'm always trying to get it, like find new inspiration or just so many opportunities have come through, through my, just through my device, through my phone that you don't want to miss stuff. So, and I'm always thinking and the gears are turning and, but you also have kids at home and running around. So do you, for your own personal downtime, what, what do you enjoy to do? And are you able to, are you able to say, okay, I'm cutting this off? You know what's funny is uh, just this weekend, so I've, I've been traveling quite a bit right now. I'm on the road a lot. And I got home and I had a day off. And at the end of the day, I felt so guilty because, like you said, I wasn't present. I literally gave nothing. I gave nothing to my family, nothing to my wife, nothing to my household, nothing to the kids. Like, I did nothing. I laid there. I was on my phone. I was talking to people. I'm texting people. I'm doing like, I was not in it. And I went, you gotta, I'm a part of something here. Like give it, give it or get out. 
you know, yeah. and I, I felt really guilty about it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I must have needed a break. Like my head space, I'm in my head a lot. I think a lot. I think I needed a break where I just went. It's like watching, like, it'd be like me laying down and watching, like, a Seinfeld marathon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, I'm checked out. Yeah. I just happened to be doing it on my couch with a cup of coffee and a phone. Yeah. I I think, like, I need, I need to wear myself out. So when I work, before I work or after I work, I have to do something physical. Like, mm-hmm. I... I run, I play ultimate, I play hockey, I play, you know, I, I love sports. I love the team atmosphere. Yep. I love, um, I love having different groups of people that aren't people necessarily that like, I don't work with them. They're not a part of my everyday life. They are these awesome group of people yes. that I only get to see this one night of the week. But when I go, I'm super stoked and I love them all. And yeah. they're great. Like yeah. that part to me, I need that interaction. I need that like release that I can be, I can just like, these guys don't need to hear about they the don't work need side anything of it. From they me. don't need the family side. They don't need anything. We're just going to go out. We're going to sweat our guts out. We're going to drink a few beers after and we're going to have some laughs. Yeah. And I need that. Yes. And when I can't have that, it affects me mentally. Yeah. You yeah. know, I need the physical part. Yeah. Um, well, when things started really ramping up for me when I opened the studio here, that's what I had to do. I joined the gym and then I started trying to say, okay, like, you know, I don't want to be this old guy trying to chase my toddler. So I, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, get into shape. And you don't realize also the byproduct of what it does mentally for you, too. Like, I didn't really expect it, to be honest. I thought, okay, I'll shed a few pounds, whatever. And then, yeah. You got jacked though too. I remember seeing a photo and you were like, <laughs> you did something. I was like, damn, dude, yeah. you got jacked. Yeah, it was just like it, your arms got big fast. Yeah, and it was it was more just like dedicating the time. Yeah, and and we have it. We just make excuses, and um, you know, I, I just you just make the time. I have a funny uh, my I went I, this year. We had a um, a friend of mine pass and. Uh, young guy and afterwards you know when someone passes you have these introspective moments where you're like mm-hmm. I gotta do something more I gotta I gotta find more ways to to do this and mm-hmm. my, and Shelby said to me my wife said um, you know you, you choose to go in in the morning at 8 30 in the morning and work until 10 before everybody shows up in your office I said, yeah, I got a lot of work to do. Like, it's quiet then. I can go in. No yeah. one's around me. I can do it. She's like, right. But you're choosing to do that. She's like, you could also choose to use that hour and work out and yeah. be healthy. Right. And then go in at 930 and be ready for 10 and get on the floor with everybody. And go. you'll figure out times that you can do that other work. You certainly can. You have an eight-hour workday. You can figure out a time to work in those things. And I was like, yeah, she's like, you're the boss. Right. You have the choice. Right. You're choosing to do it this way. Just choose to do it a different way. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really like working out in the morning. She's like, that's when you have time. And I was like, you're right. And I did. So and I done. changed. Yeah. And I'm doing it. Right. And I was like, 
I'm now working out in the morning yeah. because I have this hour and a half. And when I don't do it, I go, why are you going in early? In my head, I'm like, what? Like, yeah. what are you going in for? There's nothing for you here, man. Go <laughs> out and do something. Yeah. Whether you hop on a bike or do, just get outside. Yeah. We're inside a lot. Always. So get outside, get some endorphins going. Yeah. Get some vitamin D. Yeah. Get your head to a space that oh. feels right before you get in to, to focus on your work. Yeah. And we get so, we get so like insular too, right? Where it's like, you know, at least I do, especially when you work totally by yourself. And so that's, you start to go a little squirrely too. Like I was, that was happening to me. And I said to Hyde and my wife, I was like, I'm getting to a point where I can't interact with people. Like, <laughs> right. like I'm going into places like province or wherever. And someone says hi to me. I'm like, hi. Fine. How are you? <laughs> what? Hello, Mr. <laughs> Robot. Like, it's like, yeah. So yeah, it's so important. And I've just started to treat it like work. Like I'll leave here early to go to the gym for 45 minutes or an hour. And it just becomes, and then, yeah, when you miss a day of it, you you feel horrible. Like you're like, Oh, but everything doesn't have to be an ass kicking too. I think that's a big differentiator no. too. that. Like if you have done any training in your life, that was part of a program or part of a team or part of any of those things where you, yeah. you just kick your own ass for yeah. whatever, for however many hours you did it for. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be like that. No, no, no. You can go for half an hour and get more benefit than sitting at your desk. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. And it will help you so much more. Yeah. Thing you could ever imagine. Anything, anything counts towards it. I mean, totally. yeah, exactly. You don't have to kill yourself every single day. So, and I am not a vision of of you know physicality here. Like I'm a I'm a 45 year old dude that likes to drink beer. So I'm you know I'm doing this to moderate my life and make sure I can drink beer. That's what I said. You know, I said that to my wife. I'm like, do you know why I'm working out? I'm working out so I can eat. Yeah, whatever I want. Yeah, almost it's great. It's the best. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what's your, cause you said you have a group of, of creatives that are, or like your close knit kind of crew, mm-hmm. but you must have like you, some, some kind of an, like innate design sense or something. Cause you're, you give the final approval on things, right? Yeah. So what's, where did that come from? Like, do you have any sort of art training or do you I have any sense? I have nothing. No, I think it's, um, I think I've always been a creative mind. Yeah. Um, I've always been a creative thinker in terms of how I solve problems. Um, I think in terms of like what I do design wise, it's hilarious because I'm a chicken scratcher. Right. But I, in my head, I know the setup. I know what it looks like. I draw it with a pencil on the back of a napkin yeah. or an envelope. Yeah. And it's a literally uh, a, a pencil drawing. And I, I hand it to them and I go, here's this. This is this. This has to be here. The, the, the font has to be curved. We need to use this kind of font. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just from years of working in retail, I've seen companies build product. And I've seen the ones that sell and I've seen the ones that don't. Mm-hmm. And that, and sometimes to my detriment, that I already have these visions in my head that I'm like, no, that won't work. Yeah. And sometimes it will. Yeah. Because it's done differently enough that it would. But I look at it. I have no no background in it, but I have an idea of what sells. Yeah. So 
if it comes for, if someone came to us as like, we need a complete rebrand. Well, I would pull in the guys that are on my team that are good at the rebrand. Yeah. Um, if I, you know, my friend Kyle McDonald yep. he, from Pioneer. Pioneer, yeah. So he, he is an insane, insane mind in rebranding and yeah. brand positioning and all of those things that just like, He's got such a unique perspective and such a great eye for, and 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 the way he thinks his way down to where he positions the brand. It's incredible. It's it's cool to watch. So on those kinds of things, I would bring him in and go, "Here's the problem. Here's the issue that they're having. This is what they want to solve. This is what they want it to look like. Can we do it? Work it all through." Yeah. And that would be a project that that would pull in there. Other ones would be like, if it's apparel. I can just do it. And and I have a designer. We have a designer at, at the shop. Um, who's great, by the way. Who's great. Yeah. Deanna's incredible. Yeah. And and I can give her my chicken scratch and hand it to her. She goes, great. At the same time, I, I'm happy to hand projects first and go, this is a project we've been asked to do. I have zero input on this right now. I haven't thought about it. I haven't given it space in my head. I don't have space in my head for it right now. So I need you to create space in your world to think about this. Come to me with three ideas. We'll, and maybe that triggers something in me that then gets yeah. us to the next step. Or maybe you just knock it out of the park on the first try. Yeah. And I look at it and I go, this is perfect. Yeah. It'll work. And they probably love, Deanna probably loves that kind of thing. I hope so. I yeah. mean, it's the autonomy that I think <laughs> they've earned, right? Like sure. you guys are all the actual creatives that actually know how to mm -hmm. do something and have talent. Um, I don't have that. So I, I have, you have I, the vision. I'm happy. I have the vision and I'm happy to like be the cheerleader and mm. be, um, you know, the overall vision of things. But I want to, I want to give the autonomy to other people to be like, do your thing because yeah. you're good at it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if, if, if they came in and tried to outsell me in in clothing, I'd, yeah. Do, okay. Come on in. <laughs> like, let's try it. Let's do it. I, I think yeah. it's great. But yeah. I think I could probably, yeah. I think I could probably get someone outfitted pretty quickly. Yeah, it's fascinating to me because it takes a lot for me to to see something and just say, "Hey, I'm going to buy that." Like, it's it's not something that I would do very often. But your stuff, it's just like, like I could buy like, you know, I'd be in big trouble because <laughs> there's like so much that I could buy. Um, and I think especially in a like a well, like we were saying, like a mid sized community, um, that's that's that aren't brands coming from somewhere else like you've created them here yeah and then for it to take off like they have i just find it and it was why you were kind of the tippity tippy top of who i want to have on it's super inspiring like the fact that you can just and you've gone through processes sure mm -hmm. but to have it continue and to grow and to grow is just like amazing it must be like so rewarding for you to see it like just kind of go up and up. up you know what's fun time. is when my kids see it. Yeah. Like when my when when we're out somewhere, and my seven year old is like, "Dad, look," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That is cool. That it's is cool that best. my son thinks it's cool. It is the best thing. I get that too with uh, with my kids. They're like, "Oh, I saw your stuff here, whatever." Now it's like, especially with the older ones. Yeah. They're like. Yeah, that's neat, Dad. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, way to go. Like whatever. I'll, I'll show my <laughs> yeah. I'll show my thirteen-year-old. I'll show if I'm excited about something. Actually, I had her in the studio today, and I was showing her some stuff. She's like, "Yep, uh, I'm drawing." 
over here. So let's just. <laughs> <laughs> I've created a monster. Yeah, right. Yeah. But Callie's three and she'll see my, like, she can recognize it now. Like, it's oh, cool. Like, eh? It is super cool. Do you hope that it's, it's a, like a legacy thing for your kids or you don't care? Nope. Like you, whatever. Yeah. I, I actually hope, um, I hope they do do something other than retail. Retail is a lot of hours. Oh, sure. It's a, lot well, of, it's a lot of grind time. It's a lot of everything that I hope I hope they find their own thing. And if it happens to be what we're doing, then it is. Right. But if it's not, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do whatever makes you happy. I mean, we the only thing like we the only thing we're gonna do more in life than 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 sleep. Yep. Is work. So yeah, my thing has always been get a good mattress and like your job. Yes. You know, because you've, if you don't, man, your days are long. Yeah. I spent, yeah. I, I love what we do. I really love what we do and I'm passionate about it. And I would really, if my guys weren't passionate about it, there's no way I'd let them in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, What's, um, like if you were to pick one, cause you say, cause you just said like you delegate a lot and, and which is what you should do. What is one thing that you're like, I suck at this. Like I just can't. Women's, women's footwear. Yeah. 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 I can't do it. Women's, women's heels, boots. Yeah. I can do running shoes. Like I'll do sneakers all day. Yeah. I could, I can do that with my eyes closed, but women's footwear and accessories, handbags. Yeah. No. And my, and it's, why we built SOS was for Shelby because that's her passion. Yes. And she is very good at it. And in fact, like when we go to shows, she is recognized as a very good buyer wow. of that stuff yeah. in, in a, in a global setting, like that's in amazing. a, in a national setting, I guess in Toronto, yeah. when we go to these shows where all these thousands of brands are there, she is recognized as a really great buyer Yeah, because she just has an eye for it. And I don't. Yeah. So I, will happily delegate that yes and i'll run the numbers side of it and and make sure that you know from a budget perspective and talk to people in their marketing departments and make sure that we can somehow tie thing all of the collection and the money and the marketing together and present something yeah cool for our city yeah but I'm, I, I typically don't let people mail into our city and be like well we'll send you the product see if it works yeah 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 you're gonna work for it yeah because yeah. <laughs> we are yeah so again, still working as a team. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we'll end it out, but I want to, um, like, if you were to kind of give a snippet of, you know, like everything that you've learned over the past twenty years, and what would you, what would you say to somebody who's coming up as like an entrepreneur or um, even just doing any kind of side hustle or whatever? What would you? say who someone to someone who has a passion and wants to get it going or you know could be anything from business to creative to whatever like i think you have to recognize that there's a market for what you want to do the market will dictate the market dictates you could think you have the coolest product the coolest idea your friends tell you your parents tell you everybody tells you it's so awesome as soon as you put that into the public eye they will determine yep. if it is or not. 
Yeah. And it will be in, and you will be able to measure it. The metrics on it are very clear as soon as you put that product out. Yes. If people are coming for it, they buy it, they give you money for it, you know you have found that spot. 100%. Now, in saying that, you can do all those things for free. Mm -hmm. You can throw things online on Instagram and get a reaction. Mm -hmm. You can say, there are this many for sale and this is the price and direct message me to get them. Mm -hmm. You can register on Instagram for free. You can register a bank account for free. Mm -hmm. You can register a business for $20 at the government. Like all of the things that you need to actually form your business are free. The only thing that costs you anything is the brick and mortar piece. If you're mm -hmm. going to go brick and mortar and you're going to have an office or you're going to have a space or you're going to have a studio or a store or whatever, that commitment now opens up risk. Yeah that you now have to analyze a little bit more closely, yeah. particularly if you have risk factors that you want to protect, like your family, your house, your, mm -hmm. you know, these other pieces. So, but up until that point, you can build your business all the way up to the point where, okay, it's commitment time. You should have a good read by that. Mm -hmm. If you can put your product out on the market, you can put it online and get a read for it. You can put it at a local market. You could, you could, partner with another retailer there are so many avenues for you to check your idea before you commit fully to an to a um you know a full expenditure yeah that i i think people get scared by the end and it keeps them from the beginning yeah fear is pretty powerful it totally is and it's warranted in some positions sure but don't let it scare you from starting no so Work your way up to that point yeah. and then make the call. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Half the time, I mean, I've worked my way up to so many ideas. I literally did one last week that I thought I was had, I had another whole business that I was going to be like offshooting. And I'm like, this is going to be great. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then I worked all the way up to the point and I went, holy crap, this is too risky. Like, yeah. And I backed away from it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm 20 years in it. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't, it's not easier. Yeah. You just have to make sure you catch yourself and yeah. catch those. Don't let the momentum carry you further than it should have. Mm -hmm. Use real, use the metrics that are available to you. Use the analytics that, that all the social media sites have to show you what people are doing with your stats. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it, it's same here. It took me 20 years to get to a point where, okay, this is, this is actually viable. Like I, people want this. Yeah. So I'm going to now, you know, branch off and do it full time. There's still giant risks. Sure. Like, Oh my God. Like yeah. being an artist, especially it's so it ebbs and flows like ridiculous amounts. Like I'll have one month where nothing's happening in one month where it's insane. Right. So, but I still know to your point, like there's a market for it. And, and then of course there's talent. So you yeah, just, you, I mean, you can love it so much. Uh -huh. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I can't sing, so I'm not going to try to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you are an awesome artist. Dude, your stuff's incredible. And Thanks. the ease at which you execute, it's, I've, I've been talking to people about this, that you're not paying for how quickly that I create it. You're paying for the 20 years it took me to learn how to do it. 100%. Right? And yeah. that's a big distinction point for, I think, when, yeah. when artists undervalue their stuff, it drives me insane. I hate it. That, it's, it's that they my... think that it's, you know, they get driven down a price where they don't think it's worth the price 
that they put into it. When you have raw talent and people are willing to pay for it, make sure the money makes sense on yeah. it because you deserve it. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I hate it. And I said to you the other day, like I've done stuff for free where it makes sense. Yeah. And you, I think you always should. But um, yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. It, it, you know, I get it all the time where people come in and, you know, I'll help you get noticed and you do this for, I'll give you exposure. This is yeah. the thing, right? To yeah. everybody. I'm like, you don't understand. You just don't understand. You'd pay for, you'd pay to go to the dentist, but you won't pay for like a service in, in the arts. Like it's uh -huh. just, it's bananas to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. There's gotta be a market for it. And, um, uh, but I, I, what I tell my students even is, <clears throat> Even if you have something else going on, but you love something, never stop. No. I mean, it just never, ever stop. It doesn't make any sense. And even if, again, it's this, just on the side or at night or whatever, um, yeah, there's too much wasted time out there. I did it. I did yeah. it for a decade where I worked in a call center for a decade. Right. And uh, coming out of art school, because I thought I was the shit coming out of art school. We all did. And then... Uh, That's a big leap. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, and then, I, and then my son came along. He's twenty one now. Um, I had him when I was twenty. Um, I had to get a job, so yeah. it's just. But I never gave it up. So it's just dedicating the time and and building it up like you have as well. So well, and it's like all the other. Th it's like the the building up your your athletics or your your time oh. to yourself, or your head. You have to make time for it. You yeah. have to make time for those things. I'm still a huge music nerd. I DJed for. Years and years and years. That's where I got the money to actually open my first store. Wow. So I'm still a music nerd. Yeah. I still, it's really important to the formulas that yeah. we've done too. Like the yeah. stores, the music is a very important part. I was going to say, is that something that I feel like that's something that inspires you? Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, when I hear a new band, I'm like, yeah. If I love them, I'm like obsessed. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, yeah, there's so many things that, inspire me about music because i don't know how to do it there's yeah. so many things about art that inspire me because i have no talent in it right i get chicken scratch yeah. so when i meet people that can i'm like oh yeah you guys are awesome <laughs> you know like it's so incredible and i could sit and watch people drawing and paint i'm like yeah man yeah. and then i'm like they're like oh you gotta have a talent zero like i have nothing i don't have one i don't but you have the, the mind of you have that again you still have that vision and you have the business sense that's something a lot of people don't have. Artists, even myself, it took me f literally forever to get a, to grapple the business side of it. Right. Because it wasn't something that was taught, and it's still not something that's really taught. But I also think it's something you can ask for help with. And I think a lot yeah. of people won't do that. No. And I think if an artist was wanting to monetize what they're doing a little bit more effectively, and they went to a business person and said, how can I do this? Mm -hmm. They could get free advice very quickly. Yeah. And yeah. if they needed help with it, people would help them. It's yeah. just there seems to be a disconnect yeah. where artists are going, well, we're artists. We're not business people, so we don't want that side of it. Yeah. But in the end, you need that part of it eventually. Yeah. There has to be it, some sort of exchange of money at some point to make sure that you can survive. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I think there is opportunity, but there seems to be a disconnect there where, like, the business community and the art community are trying to come together on a lot of projects and when they do they seem to be quite successful mm -hmm. um but i don't know what the key is on a on a smaller level where it's local artists and local business people there's got to yeah. be a connection there made that i think it's 
again, back yeah. to fear. I think it, yeah. like as an artist speaking personally, I, I was like still some, in, in some areas afraid of the business side of stuff. Cause you feel like it's not in you. It feels like something that doesn't come natural. So you just, you have that, but yeah, there's also this thing called the internet where you can like actually look up. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll end it off there. I like, this has been so awesome. And again, the number one reason why I started the podcast was to really just get to know people better, um, in the community and downtown, especially. Um, so I'm going to keep it going and, and I'm really happy you made the time to come on. I appreciate it. I'll do, I I will give you time anytime, brother. It's been great being here and I love your studio space. It feels really great in here. It feels like you, which is cool. Yeah. I'm trying. It's still uh, a work in progress, but it looks awesome, man. And I'm happy to be a part of it. So thanks. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Thanks so much. And thanks publican for the beer. It was very tasty. Yum. Okay. Have a good one. Thanks, Mike.